So who is ready to come up? Give us a testimony, something God is doing in your life or has done in your life. We're going to ask that you try and keep it brief. Um, we just sang in that song that God wasn't finished with me yet. And this July 23rd, 1999, I just had 20 years cancer-free. And when I was going through my second surgery, I was saved, but I wasn't living for the Lord. I wasn't going to church anymore. And I was laying there on the gurney, getting ready to go into surgery. And this was the closest I ever heard to an audible voice. I heard God say to me, you are not going to die. And just like on that song, I just knew he wasn't finished yet. So... I'm just looking forward to the next 20 years. Praise Jesus. Thank you. All right. God has did a lot of things in my life. He took me away from partying, um, doing drugs, turned me all the way around to a different person. And I've followed him, and I think that's the only thing we can do is keep following his road read his scriptures, keep peace within yourself. I believe that the peace is the most important thing. I'm learning how to play the guitar. You know, I'm learning that I have a lot of talent. And the Lord is what makes us who we are. And as long as we got the Lord with us right by our side, we can do anything we want. Praise the Lord with that. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you going to go? Can you start with your name? Jennifer Thorne, and this is Angela Smith. Thank you. Um, I'm just thankful for new relationships, people that haven't given up on me, family that the little bit of family that I have left I feel like God's putting new people into my life and I'm so grateful thank you hello I'm Ron Harkins um, I want to tell you a little bit about what God's been doing in my life for the last four and a half years but it's also going to be an encouragement and a challenge to you guys um, you know, if you give something away in Jesus' name, not only will it return back to you in greater measure, he'll also multiply it, and it'll go out, okay? Uh, four and a half years ago, uh, I started ushering on Sunday mornings, and one morning, I'm a little bit impulsive, and God used it one morning. After church, I, uh, I saw um, a woman that had an impressive smile. I mean, it's just like a really genuine smile. And just impulsively, I went up to her, and I complimented her on her smile. And she just, her eyes got big, and she just gave me this great big bear hug, and she says, you made my day. And it was like, all I did was compliment a smile. The next Sunday, I saw her again, and I said, oh, I see you're still smiling. And she looked at me, and she says, you made my week. And it's like... All I did was compliment her, you know. I, I, I encouraged her, you know, and I found out about, I didn't even know her name until months later, 
Um, and then it was like a year later I found out that that time in her life was incredibly difficult. She didn't show it, you couldn't tell it, but she was having a very, very difficult time. And that compliment, that just acknowledgement of her smile uh, made a huge impact in her life. And shortly after that, God spoke to me and he said he wanted me to go beyond just being friendly and greeting as an usher, but to work to draw smiles out of people. And I, I've since labeled it my smile journey because I get testimony after testimony of people coming up to me and telling me these amazing things that I have done for them and how their life has changed because of me. And all I do is look for ways to encourage people to draw smiles out. And it's, I, two minutes is not enough. I, I could go on for hours telling you these testimonies, you know, of what God is doing with a simple smile. And, and what it is, it's encouraging people. You know, it's connecting with people. And my encouragement to you guys is to start giving away smiles. Start giving away encouragement. We're, we're told in the New Testament to encourage one another. And it, when you do it in Jesus' name, you'd just be absolutely amazed at what he does with it. All right. Thank you very much. All right. So that we can keep it flowing, if you know that you want to share something, come on down to one of these front rows, and we'll notice, and that way we can hand things off quickly. Who's next? You're, you're trying to get out of the seat? No, go for it. I can't can thank God enough for all the pastors and their preaching of the word and all the church family uh, that you can just sense the love. You know, technically, we all have the Holy Spirit in us, right? So when we sing that love is all around, he is. He's right here. The Lord is right here. His Spirit's in us. And when we kind of sense him talking to us, each one of us is like the Holy Ghost walkie-talkies. I thought that was pretty cute, and that he talks to us all the time. But I know that the, the enemy prowls around like a roaring lion. So I've, I think I've, I've gotten some understanding from the Holy Spirit that when you have a bad feeling, when you have guilt or condemnation, that that's the enemy saying, like the little devil on your shoulder poking you. So you just tell him, and take authority and tell him to be quiet and then look at the Savior and see his perfect love that drives out all fear. And that's what my pastors, your pastors have done with the preaching of the word. And you just listen and be still because the Holy Ghost will start to bring to remembrance everything that Jesus has taught us. So thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Ron. This is always so weird, hearing your voice on the house system. Um, December 31st, I wound up in the hospital and um, in just excruciating pain. The doctors came and did all kinds of CAT scans and x-rays and everything, MRIs, and they said, uh, you have pancreatic cancer. And I've had, I had prostate cancer before, but pancreatic cancer is like a death sentence. So I was, um, I, I had to let that process, so I'm laying in bed, 
in the hospital, and I'm talking to God, and I'm just saying, Lord, I, I really need to hear from you. And there's times in my life where I have heard the still, small voice, and it's not like you audibly hear it, but you know it's God talking. And he told me very personal things about how much he loved me, and he brought me my wonderful wife. We've been married for three years, and uh, he told me, he says, I didn't bring the two of you together as a, some kind of a cosmic joke. And by the way, Ron, it's not cancer. And I've, I've heard that voice, very specific things that it's, he's, he will talk to you if you listen. So I went back to the doctors, and they're telling me you have pancreatic cancer. There's a two-inch growth on your pancreatic head. And um, I'm saying, no, I don't. I don't have cancer. I said, but yeah, you do. And the doctor's looking at my wife, going, oh, poor guy's in denial. I said, listen, I have heard God's voice in, throughout my life. He says it's not cancer. I believe him, okay? He's a great physician. So these guys, the doctors were really cool about trying to treat me, but they were convinced that it was pancreatic cancer. So they, the doc, they took uh, endoscopy and some other tests, and the doctor came back. He said, it's going to take me like 48 hours to analyze this. He comes back and he says, we didn't find any cancer. I said, I told you. He says, he says well, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. This is what the doctor said. I don't believe it. I said, I really don't care if you believe it, <laughs> you know? So um, I said, you don't believe your own tests? He says, well, let's do this again in three weeks, okay? Because he says, you can see it on the, on the MRIs and the x-rays. And I said, okay, but I, it's, it's a waste of money and time because God says it, told me it wasn't cancer. So three weeks later, they had me come back in, and they did another MRI, did the test. The doctor calls me up, and he says, I don't know what to tell you, but everything that was there two weeks ago is gone. So, and I, I'm totally cancer-free. So I, I just want to tell you, I, I, I'm not shy about telling you that God, number one, will speak to you if you listen. Just listen to that still, small voice. Number two, it's nothing about me that's special. He'll do the same for you. He's the great physician. And he gives you a great boldness after something like that to really be able to reach out to other people. Case in point, um, right after that, I had a major back surgery, but I was sitting having some, some breakfast, and this woman came down, sat next to me, and I said, what are you in here for? And she said, pancreatic cancer. And this, the Holy Spirit just almost exploded out of me, and I said, I'm praying for you. And I just put my hand on her shoulder, and I spoke healing to her. I mean, you know, guys, Holy, Holy Ghost walkie-talkie, right? <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. First, the time, I'm going to take all four minutes, so y'all can just take a break. Um, my name's Mark Garner, and uh, first off, I'd really like to encourage everyone, if God truly is putting something on your heart to share, please do so, because um, I had something that I was like, nah, I ain't going to say nothing. But Pe Peaches, we call her Peaches, her obedient was confirmation for me in what she said with the Holy Spirit praying at you. Um, 
so this is uh, my wife's and I 10-year anniversary, uh, I like to say. And it's not our 10-year anniversary, but it's our 10-year restart because 10 years ago, we were in uh, such a dark place where we had just allowed the enemy to wedge himself into our marriage where uh, we, were on the, we were on the verge of divorce. And I was walking so far from God. And just what I want to share, and I don't know why someone needs to hear this, but God is faithful, and I'm so thankful for God's faithfulness. I'm so thankful that even when we're lost, you know, it's like the song we sing, you know, God will leave the 99 to come for the one. And I don't know who it is here. He's searching for it right now in marriage. But don't give up on your marriage. I'm living, we're living proof. We're a living example. Ten years later, you know, God has turned our test into our testimony. And now we're able to walk beside marriages that are struggling. And every day we get to pray with people and kick Satan in the face and help them overcome those same struggles that we did. All right. Go ahead. I'm Teresa Cutler. About three, four years ago, my husband and I, for all intents and purposes, were considered homeless. We were living in a hotel with my daughter. Couldn't have my son because there was no way of getting him in and out of the hotel room. So it was a very deep, personal, emotional struggle through friends, family, and God's provision, we were able to get a duplex in Jenison. I have my son every weekend. My daughter's doing great, and my husband got a better paying job. Um, he is now over the road long haul, so I see him maybe once every month and a half to three months. But through all this, we actually talk more now that he's not home than when he is home. So our marriage is going strong, my family is going strong, and I can't thank God enough for his provision. Thank you. We're, we're floating that direction somehow. We'll come back to the center. Uh, my name is Lori, and I just, the little 10-second background is about 15 years ago, we were in the middle of a pretty significant struggle, my family and I, my husband and I especially were. Um, and I developed celiac disease, and I developed celiac disease in such a way that even, like, crumbs, <laughs> and I get a little crumb, like, in the butter dish when you're buttering, and that one little crumb that somebody left in there um, would come in to my system, and I was a vomiter, and it, it was just a, it was just painful <laughs> um, every time, and so I did this for about 15 years and never, you know, I just really didn't think I would ever live without it. There was no cure, they was, to, you know, I was told, and um, anyway, the short story then is last year, this night, um, a little cute little boy, probably about eight years old, came up and he said, I have been healed of gluten and dairy allergies. And he was just all excited. And so Pastor Ryan was here at the time. And he said, well, then you know what we're going to do. And the little boy was like, what? <laughs> he said, we're going to have everybody stand up who has had any type of food issue, allergy, whatever, and we are going to pray healing over them. And I had prayed for healing before, but that night I was just like, God, you know how much I want this. And I just, I put my hands out. I think it was about his third word that he started praying. It was not very far. And I felt this, I was like, I think it was like a 
shiver, but it wasn't because it was very organized. It was very specific. You know, it went from the middle of my back to the front, and it was done. And I sort of almost felt, felt like, oh, Mark put his hand on my back. Did that make me shiver? You know, kind of a thing. I didn't know what it was. Um, and yet I kept thinking, was that healing? Was that it? Um, and I'll be honest, it took me a little over a month to test it because it just was not fun when I would get gluten. Um, but one night I got up to, I think I put in my hand, eight oyster crackers. And my daughter was like, are you going to eat those? And I said, yes, I'm going to eat these. I'm trusting, I'm believing that I am healed. God healed me that night. I'm going to claim that, believe that. And I ate those oyster crackers, and I sat down, and I just kind of waited. <laughs> and I waited, and I waited. And I tell you what, I am just completely healed. I've had everything I can have, and um, I'm just so thankful. The, the cool part, I didn't think of this until Ron was talking a few minutes ago. Um, I shared that with just different people over time that I was talking with. I shared the healing and how exciting it was. And one of them was a youth, young lady. Um, and so I shared that with her. I told her, God heals. This is not a joke, right? God heals. And about uh, six months later, she came to me and she said, or she was eating something that was gluten. And I said to her something about eating it. And she said, well, Lori, she said, you told me your story. She said, I just said, I'm going to pray that same prayer and I'm going to be healed. And so she also is healed. So God is just so good. And I just love the sharing with other people. We've got a minute 10 on your time. So are you, wait, 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 come here. Anybody want prayer against an allergy right now? Stand up. Stand up to rebuke an allergy. And people around that person that says, Let, reach out your hands. Anybody who wants healing, let's pray. Would you mind okay, sure. leading? Okay. Absolutely. Heavenly Father, you are our great healer. You are sovereign God. And God, we just pray right now for every person who has anything in their body that does not belong there. God, we pray your healing by Jesus' stripes, God. You have already provided that healing for us. And we just claim that in the name of Jesus. We rebuke you, enemy. We rebuke you, gluten. We rebuke you, uh, dairy and soy and anything else that people are struggling with, that, that their bodies are healed, that they are cleaned of them, that everything inside of their body comes into complete alignment with what you have created them to be. And we just pray in Jesus' name from the top of their head down to the bottom of their feet that they are healed and whole by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. All right. Go ahead. That's okay. Uh, my name is Suzette Battenberg, and I'm going to try to do this without crying, which I'm obviously not. Um, I lost my husband in January, and one of the things that Pastor Pat had asked, what was I looking for when he spoke, and I said that people would be saved through this, that God's name would be glorified, um, even in the sadness and the hurt, that his name would be lifted up. And um, not only at the service was a gal saved, but then my niece, my great-niece, Easter Sunday, gave her life to the Lord. Then her mom, a couple weeks later, my niece, gave her life to the Lord. And then those two and four of my grandkids were baptized in this church. I believe it was June 30th. And um, God is still working in my family, and I've been praying for revival, and revival is happening. And so through it all, through the pain and through the hurt, God's still been such a good, good father, not just to me, but to my family, and now to friends and family. So just know that he's there. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Did you want to share? 
How many people were here three years ago? I don't know if you remember the testimony I shared. Well, my name's Kevin Hoffman, and this is my brother Keith. Three years to the day, we were standing here, and my brother was involved in a hit-and-run accident. He was riding his bike, and he was in the intensive care unit. And we were here and, and asked for everybody's prayer to pray for him. Uh, we didn't know exactly what was going to happen, but we did know what was going to happen, right? Um, so we trusted him to the Lord. And so that night here, God gave me a vision. My brother lives in southern Indiana. He lives in, now he lives in Indianapolis, but he hasn't been in Michigan for well over 15 years. Um, but that night, praying and, and just sharing that testimony here, God gave me a vision that one day he would be here at Res Life Church to share this testimony. So this is my brother Keith. Thanks, Kevin. We also have my sister. Uh, I am Keith Hoffman. I'm a resident. Well, I li now I reside in Fishers, but I call home Evansville. It was around August 23rd of 2016. Uh, I was uh, riding, riding my bicycle home from the bar. I'm an alcoholic. Uh, but still, you know, I was on the sidewalk, got hit by a drunk driver, and the two tires on the bike were flat. So I threw the bike down and went up in the vacant lot, laid down. I passed through by, excuse me, saw me up in the field somehow, and called 911. Of course, I was about three blocks from Deaconess Hospital. Could have walked there. I didn't realize the severity. Uh, I knew who they were coming for, you know, when I heard the sirens. So when the ambulance showed up to pick me up, I knew where I was going. I was going straight to the ER. And I remember being in the back of the ambulance. I told this I told the driver of the ambulance to go chase the car down because I didn't have my cell phone with me because I saw the, the license plate. But, you know, I didn't have it to take a picture for the license plate number. So, oh, excuse me. When the driver came and got me, no, nah, no, nah, we got to get you in the back of the, ho back of the ambulance to the hospital. I said, well we, well, we need to go chase that car down. Because at that time, that was more important to me. Then, needless to say, I was in the back of the ambulance and straight to the emergency room. And uh, I had uh, surgery. So I am a traumatic brain injury survivor. Praise God. <laughs> I also, I also want to say thanks to our mom and dad 
full of getting us baptized and allowing us to grow up in church. I just wanted to kind of elaborate on what the uh, um, pastor was saying earlier as far as what came first, right? Um, and I just say that three years ago when we were here, I was praying with a thankful heart knowing that God is good and God is faithful and what we were trusting him for. And so now I'm praying for a thankful heart for what he is good and faithful and what he is, has given and manifested, right? So, so thankful. Um, God is good. Awesome. Thank you. What a blessing to be able to see the very vision that God gave him come to pass. Hello, my name is Nyla Bugs, and I just wanted to say that I'm thankful for the church because I was saved when I was 17, and if I wasn't saved by people sharing the gospel, I wouldn't be here today. I'd probably be dead somewhere, and I just want to say thank you to God for just sending people to me to just to love me and just to trust that everybody has is just amazing. It's just kind of hard to comprehend how you guys trust him sometimes, but I'm still learning, and I'm still trusting and loving him. So I just want to say thank you to you guys and to Res Life. Thank you for sharing. Hi, I'm Amy Hunt. Uh, this summer, my daughter, she developed a little, I don't know how to say it, a, a little growth on her temple. The best way to describe it was like a strawberry birthmark. And I'm so thankful for our church family and the, the teaching that we get from our pastors about faith and about healing. And so we started praying over her every day. And we would anoint her with oil. And I printed out a little prayer for her to say whenever she looked in the mirror. And she would ask me every day, when is it going to go away, Mom? When's it going to go away? <laughs> and she was believing in faith. And I said, sometimes healing takes time, sweetheart, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then I'd go in my own room, and I'd say, okay, God, don't, <laughs> if this doesn't happen, you're going to make me a liar. You're going to make yourself a liar. Your word says that you've given us healing. And then... I just go back and I say, it's going to happen, Acacia. you got to just keep believing it's going to happen. And about we've been praying for about three weeks, and we started to see the first signs of it. It started to shrivel up. And I, I said, Acacia, look, look what's happening. I said, right when we started praying, it was started to die from the root, but now you can see it. So we just got to keep going. Let's keep praying and keep praying. And it took a couple more weeks, and one day she just she plucked it off, and it came off, and she was so excited. She was running around the house, and I'm just so so grateful for that. It's going to be a, a benchmark that she can just hang on to, you know. That's going to be, uh, you know, just going to build her her faith, and I'm just so grateful for that. That, that built her faith, and now it's built our faith. Is there anybody else down here that was as 
was wanting to go because we're, we're right on time. You guys have been as punctual as possible um, tonight. So I just want to encourage you, just like she said, that, that as like, like her daughter, whose faith was built and, and encouraged and solidified that she now knows this is the type of God that I serve. And he, he healed me then and he will heal me again. I want to encourage every one of you, that is the same God. The same God that, that healed her. The same God that healed Ron. The same God that spoke to him. The same God that spoke to the... That's our God. And I pray that we be, leave here encouraged... So let's, let's close. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for everything that you have done. Both what we have shared today and all of the unspoken ways that you have saved us, healed, provided, protected. We just thank you for it. We recognize that you are no... Uh, you don't have favorites, Lord, and that each and every one of us are equally uh, deserving thanks to the blood of Jesus for your healing and your salvation. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.